In case you've missed it this uh, past summer, the Olympics were in the UK. It's hard for you not to miss, but our theme has all been about sport and the Olympics. And each day as we've been learning our stories and learning what it means to follow Jesus, we have been receiving a gold medal. Our first gold medal on Monday was for trainer. On Monday, we learned the story about a wise and a foolish man. It's probably a story familiar to us all. One builds a very sensible house on a good, firm foundation, and the other one builds it on sand. And in this story, Jesus was teaching what it means to have a good, solid life that's founded on him. And what we learned on Monday was that we could trust Jesus to train us, to be the one who would help us to know how to go what to do, and to be led by him. So on Monday, we learned what it meant to trust in Jesus as our trainer. Boys and girls, day two, we learned this word, physio. Now, what did Claire teach us? Physios are better than? That's right. Physios are better than doctors. Okay? So, (laughs) we learned that as well as a very other important lesson. (laughs) We learned that a physio helps you when you damage something that can't be seen necessarily. And a physio comes and knows what to do and what to apply so that we can have as little damage as possible and get up again quickly to keep going with our sports. And we learned that Jesus is the great physio. But it wasn't just about healing people because we learned more. We learned that not only did Jesus have the power to heal, but he had the power to do miracles because he is God's son. So we learned that Jesus has great power because he is God's son and is from God. So there is nothing beyond his power. Wednesday, we learned learned what it meant to be a teammate, how Jesus gathered around him 12 people whom he sent out to go and tell others about him and the gospel message. Then we also learned on that same day about another member of Jesus' team, a very small little boy who brought loaves of bread and fishes, or fish, to be part of Jesus' team. And we learned that everyone, Jesus' team has a part, no matter how small or how big, no matter how smart or how much we still have to learn, Jesus tells us that we can be on his team and everyone, everyone in these front rows and everyone in the building this morning has a part to play in being a teammate of Jesus on his team. Thursday was a very tough day for us. Our gold medal came and it was a wee bit difficult for us to to understand. We learned the word substitute. Now we know in sport what a substitute does. For me, on Tuesday, my knee got so sore that I I uh, needed the physio to come and, and help me. But then on Thursday, my sore knee came back and I couldn't run. So who stood in for me? Who became my substitute? Claire, and she ran the race, and what did she get? Well, she won the race, she got the medal the next day, but the gold medal for Thursday taught us that Jesus is our substitute. Whenever we invite Jesus into our lives, whenever we accept his invitation to be part of his team, he becomes our substitute, the one who takes our punishment, the punishment that we deserve. He takes it, and he takes it forever so that we can be a member of his team and be free. And then on on Friday, you got two medals. And on both of those medals, what was the word? Winner. You all got one of these medals. And it all said winner on it as well, because we were thinking that Jesus is the winner. 
Even though on Thursday, as he was the substitute, as he died on the cross and was put in that cold tomb, whenever we went into that tomb on Friday morning, what did we discover? He wasn't there because he had won. Jesus is the winner, and he invites us to be part of his team so that we can be winners with him. Folks, that's what we've been learning this week. This is what the boys and girls have been learning, what it means to be on Jesus' team, what it means to, to go for that prize, to go for, as we were thinking in the Olympics, the gold. That's why whenever we say, Champions Challenge, that's what we want to do. We want to go for gold. It may not be real gold, the gold that they get at the Olympics or gold that's kept in safes or things like that, but the real prize is life forever with Jesus in heaven and with our Father God. So that's some of the stuff that we've been learning this week, and we'll come back a little later to think about some other stuff that we can learn from this as well. Now, boys and girls, we're going to finish up. All week we've been learning about what it means to run this race of following Jesus. And I want to read from the Bible for you today. And I want to read a passage by a guy called Paul. Paul, can we put up Paul? Thank you. There's Paul. Paul's on PowerPoint as well, so it's a wee bit confusing there. This is Paul. Paul was someone that we learn a lot about in the Bible. He's also someone who was inspired by God to write uh, parts of our Bible, write letters of encouragement to churches. And one particular church, he writes this, and he says this about following Jesus. He says, surely you know that many runners take part in a race, but only one of them wins the prize. Run then in such a way as to win the prize. Every athlete is, in training submits to strict discipline in order to be crowned with a wreath that will not last. But we do it for one that will last forever. So Paul says that whenever people in his day in the games ran, they ran for something like this. This was their prize to show that they were the greatest of all. The only problem is, if we leave this for about a week or so, this is going to wither and it's going to look like nothing. I picked this this morning from my hedge and it's already starting to look as if it's a wee bit sad for itself. Paul says that whenever people run in the race, in the games of his time, this is what they ran for. They ran for the glory of being able to put on a crown like this. But he says that's not why he runs. Let's get our deck chair again where I started earlier. And let's put the wreath on the seat. See, Paul says that he was running a race. And he was going to keep running. He was going to run wherever the track would take him. Now, we started off our week with our tracks and doing our running, our 100 meters But he said he was going to keep running and running and running and running. And he said that he was going to run, but that there were going to be other people running with him. Because whenever we're part of the family of God, whenever we accept that invitation that Jesus says, come and be part of my team, he says, you know, this kind of thing doesn't matter. Forget about the crown that this world can give you, whether it is something like these leaves in the olden days or whether it's like our gold medal that many of our athletes run for today. He says, you know, that's not what it's really about. 
but it's about keeping going. Do you know what I did yesterday? Well, I'll tell you what I didn't do. I didn't do any press-ups. I didn't do any sit-ups. I didn't do any running. And sometimes that's what it's like. We think it's all exciting to be part of Jesus' team one day, and then the next day we think, you know, I couldn't be bothered. I'm just going to sit in my chair. I'm going to eat my McDonald's. I'm going to do all that. But Paul says, no, we need to keep going. We need to keep running. Just like our memory verse told us this week, we need to fix our eyes on Jesus because he's the one who will lead us to the prize. Later in his life, in writing another letter to his friend called Timothy, Paul, again, near the end of his life, says this about his life, about how he has lived it and what he has done. In 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verses 7 and 8, Paul writes this, I have done my best in the race. I have run the full distance and I have kept the faith. And now there is waiting for me the victory prize of being put right with God, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. And not only me, but to all of those who wait with love for him to appear. So Paul says, look, I've kept running. The race has been long. All my life I've been running this race following Jesus. And Paul's at the end of his life and he's going, you know, that's it. I can see the end in sight. And it wasn't a finishing line uh, as it was on a race course, but it was going to be in heaven. The other day we were talking about what heaven was going to be like. And what did we say heaven was going to be like? What's Jesus getting ready for us? A party. So there's going to be trumpets blowing and they're going to be ready for the day whenever we will all finish our race. Whenever we follow Jesus and accept that invitation to follow him, there's a party ready for us. There'll be trumpets blowing and there'll be people cheering us in through the gates. That's the invitation. Jesus says the finishing line isn't going to be tomorrow. It's not going to be the next. It's going to be for however long we live and so we must keep going. And boys and girls, you're quite young. So the race is going to be probably quite long. But for others here, they're a little bit older than you. And the race is getting shorter and shorter as the days get on. But that doesn't matter. We don't slow down. We keep going for Jesus. We keep running the race. And folks, that's the message for us all. We keep going because the trumpets are waiting, not just for the boys and girls, but they're waiting for you. Jesus loves me, this I know. It's a wonderful song that the boys and girls have been learning for the first time ever, but for many of us, it's one that we remember from our Sunday school days. He will wash away my sin, and he will let his little child come in. Heaven's gates will be opened wide. That's the prize we're all running for. That's the prize that Jesus invites us to be part of. The question is, boys and girls, to you and to everyone else that's around you in this building today, are we going to run? Are we all going to accept that invitation that Jesus has for us to say, come on, come on, keep going? Are we wanting to hear that trumpet that welcomes us in and says, well done, you've run the race, now come and celebrate with the party that's in heaven. Let's pray and ask God to help us as we do this. Father God, thank you for what the boys and girls have been learning this week at Holiday Club. And thank you that it's not just stories for them. Thank you that, it is, or that they are stories for all of us and truths for all of us. Thank you that you invite us to be part of your team. Thank you that you do train us. 
that you do help us with your great strength to live through this life. Thank you that you are our teammate and you invite us to be your teammate. Thank you that you are our substitute, that you take our place so that we can accept this invitation to come to you. And thank you that because you won, so we will win as well. Be with the boys and girls, be with all the adults as we try to do this for you and continue to lead us in your ways. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.